Welcome to Quick Hits, the only podcast that gets you smartenized. Today's episode, Congratulations Officers! Stop right where you are. You know the score, pal. You're not cops, you're little people. Congratulations to the police officers of the United States of America. Last year, in 2015, you set a record for yourselves. You killed 1,205 of us little people, more than 100 a month. I've been watching the numbers on this, and when I checked on December 28th, you were at 1196. I was maybe a little worried you wouldn't make it to that nice even 1200, but you did. In fact, you went better than that. You got it up to 1205, and that's not even counting all the jail suicides you faked. Now, any little people who are not impressed with that number should compare our officer's performance to that of cops in other countries. China reported that their cops had killed a mere 12 people. They have four times our population and a government that is supposedly more repressive than ours is. A few of our killer cops should go over there and teach them how to do it right. Hell, let's send them all over. Police officers of Vermont, you should be ashamed. You are the only one of 50 states where no one was killed by a police officer in 2015. Now, I know your state population consists entirely of aging hippies who sell maple syrup out of rusty pickup trucks, and the biggest crime that you have is two of them fighting over a roadkill raccoon that they want for dinner. But put forth a little effort, guys. If you've been paying attention, you know that you can shoot a fleeing suspect in the back and be exonerated almost immediately. You've got nothing to worry about. So come on, get with the program. We're expecting better from you this year. Special congratulations go out to Officer Lisa Merkel. Lisa, you chased down a 51-year-old man for the crime of having an expired inspection sticker. And you tased him until he fell face first in the snow And then you kept tasing him more and more while screaming at him at the top of your lungs. Then you fired two shots into his back and he said, what the fuck, and died. Face down in the snow, now any reasonable person watching that video couldn't see anything other than a cruel, cold-blooded murder by a woman who was completely out of control. Yet, you convinced the jury to gift you with a not guilty verdict. I wonder how long it took to clear the drool off the table in that jury room. But good for you, because you showed your fellow officers that even a perfectly documented cold-blooded murder is nothing to worry about. We do have to give a finger wag of disappointment, though, to Officer Cairo Pelosius, who shot Walter DeLeon in the head. Walter was approaching your car, carrying an obviously deadly towel and water bottle. You yelled, drop the gun. He didn't have a gun. And so you blew off half his head. 
That's fine. That's standard protocol. But because of your poor markmanship, he survived, even though you handcuffed him while his brains were literally falling out on the sidewalk. 25% of his skull has been removed. He's nearly blind. He can't walk. He's severely crippled for life. But now he's out there saying bad things about the police. The nerve of this man. Shame on you for doing your job so poorly that he survived. You need to work on your marksmanship, officer. Now I know some officers are concerned about the increase in charges and indictments against them in 2015. Relax, it's all just theater for us little people. Officer Merkel showed that you have nothing to worry about. You just keep doing your job, letting us little people know who's boss, and the state will do their job of making sure you get away with it. And also know that no matter what you do, no matter how brutal and horrible and unjustifiable your crimes, you will always have tens of millions of little people singing your praises. Anyone who doubts that should read the comment section on YouTube when a video of an officer murdering or brutalizing somebody is shown. Nothing to worry about, guys. Most of the little people still love you. So don't let up even a little. Keep us safe by killing us. And that's it for this episode of the Quick Hits Podcast. If you've learned a little something, if you've changed your mind, or even if you can just understand a different point of view without necessarily agreeing with it, congratulations. You've been Smartinized. You may wonder why that number is so precise. It's not approximately 1,200. It's not around 1,200. It's 1,205. I got the numbers from a site called killedbypolice.net. It's a very simple site, very plain, Spartan. It's just a chart and a list of people sorted by date that have been killed by police and links to the stories. There's no commentary on them as to whether it was justified or justifiable. It's just... This person was killed by this cop on this date. And so you can see the numbers piling up. Now, unfortunately, whoever is running it has stopped updating it. There's no 2016 stories in there. And my attempts to contact them have been unsuccessful. So I don't know if they're still going to be doing it. Uh, I hope so. But if not, hey, thanks for what you've done so far. It's been really useful to get some real numbers. When I first saw that site, I went to see how thorough it was, and so I checked about a killing that I knew about that happened near my house. When I say near my house, it's a little village that's near me that's about a 10-minute drive away. And it was in there. It was on September 20th, 2014. A man named Daniel Satry, 43-year-old guy, was acting a little weird. Who's shouting in the middle of the road. And when I say the middle of the road, uh, I've gone and, and looked at where this happened. And it's a, like a side street. It's a collection of middle-class homes. It wasn't like a busy highway or anything. So two cops came and immediately called for backup. They were joined by state troopers and sheriff's deputies. Six men were unable to subdue this guy to calm him down, to figure out what was going on. And so they beat him, 
and they tased him and they handcuffed him and they tased him until he died right there on his front lawn. I wasn't able to find any records anywhere that he had any history of mental illness or previous trouble with the cops and you could be sure that if he did it would be all over the media but no nothing. His daughter said, I didn't recognize my own father. His face was so swollen. I'd say probably 80% of the bones in his face were broken. All of his fingers. You could tell he was visibly just beaten. You could see where the tasers went into him. It was overkill. The autopsy showed blunt force trauma to his head. And he was so badly beaten that he had to have a closed casket funeral. The grand jury glanced at possible charges and of course cleared all the officers they'd done nothing wrong here's what his daughter had to say about him he was Just, my dad i mean he's a good good guy the last time i saw him and he was cuddling with his cat and he said i love you and that was the last thing i heard from him so <laughs> that was the person he was you know now imagine, if you will, for a moment, what would have happened if the neighbor, instead of calling the police, had called other neighbors and said, hey, Dan's acting weird, man. Let's get out there. Let's see what's going on. Let's see if we can help him. Maybe we need to call an ambulance. But instead, they called the cops who showed up and killed him. If they had taken the other route, he would most likely still be alive today. His daughter would still have a father. And this is a really important lesson, and it's scary that we have to think this way. But the fact of the matter is, you should never call the cops. Ever. Now, there are sometimes you can't avoid it. If you've had a car accident, you have to call the cops. It's the law. If your house has been robbed, you need to call the cops to get a police report. They're never going to catch the burglar or get your stuff back. That's not their job but you have to call them to get your insurance paid off. But when you see a situation where things are going sideways and you're thinking you should call the cops before you do, ask yourself this one question. Would this situation be improved by bringing in a half a dozen heavily armed, poorly trained, quick to anger, and completely unaccountable people? People whose tribe kills three of us every day and if the answer to that question is yes, only then should you call the cops. I wish I was kidding. I, I really do. So on my last show, I said that I was going to do six shows and see if I got enough of a response to keep doing this, to bring it back from the dead, from a four-year pod fade. I put the show out on Tuesday night, planning on announcing its existence on Wednesday. I put it up Tuesday night about 10 o'clock and I don't usually check my email in the morning. I came home, opened up my account and saw a dozen emails from people who found it and replied and said, yes, I'm listening. Even though I hadn't advertised it at all, even though I hadn't told anybody about it yet. Two of them came about 45 minutes after I uploaded it. I uploaded it like 10 o'clock at night. And at least two people found it immediately and listened to it 
and responded immediately. And that's really cool. So I announced it on Facebook and I announced it on Twitter. And I didn't have to wait for six shows to get the number that I was looking for to keep going. I reached that number on Friday after announcing it on Wednesday. So the podcast is back. I'll be doing a show every other Wednesday and sometimes a little more often, like this one is a week after the one that I just did. Now, I still like to hear from you. I still love to hear from people. Just put the name podcast or quick hits in the title so that it doesn't get lost in uh, the volumes of email that I get. Also, I put up a new Facebook page for the podcast. Just go look for quick hits and you'll find it there. And please feel free to leave comments there as well. And tell your friends. That's great. So anyways, babies, I am back. The next one that I have for you will be, I promise, at least a little more lighthearted. And so there's nothing left except for me to remind you that the Quick Hits podcast is little more than a journal of one man's opinion. And usually should not be taken too seriously. Seriously.